0: Welcome to Two Minutes and Beyond, the podcast where we review the Toy Story movies two minutes at a time. I'm Macy and this is Bianca. Hello! Hello! In this episode, we're talking about minutes 23 and 24 of Toy Story. I can't believe we're already, I guess we're a little over a quarter of the way through the movie. Yeah. Because it's 81
1: minutes. I'm excited because my
0: favorite part's coming up. I like this part too. We don't have a guest with us this week, but hopefully again sometime soon we will. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't scare away Jared. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't scare anyone else off from from coming on the podcast. I know. Alright, so this clip begins as the camera pans over to show Woody looking sadly out of the toy box at Annie and Buzz asleep on the bed as the song Strange Things starts to fade out. It cuts to the next morning and we see a shot from Woody's perspective as he's opening the toy box and looking around the room. Woody looks so sad in that one shot as he's closing the toy the toy box lid. I know. That always made me so sad when
1: I was a kid because, like we said in last week's video, you could sleep with multiple toys. I don't <laughs> see why you're just sleeping with one. Me, even now as an adult, I have like five giant plushies on my bed that I just kind of <laughs> push to the side, but still, they're on my bed. I'm like, how dare you, Andy. <laughs>
0: He just his face he just looks so hurt. He looks very crushed and defeated. I also like all the all the toys um like sleeping on the shelf. Yes, really I love cute. the way Ham looks, just kind of on his side, his little feet sticking out. Rex's like tail is sticking out over the edge <laughs> of the over the edge of the shelf. Uh Slinky is spread out over a couple of books.
1: And that's literally how dogs sleep. Dogs just kind of melt into wherever they're lying down.
0: hmm My dog sleeps in like some of the most uncomfortable looking spots sometimes. She'll sleep like on the floor, like a foot away from her bed. And I'm like, why do you, your bed is right there. <laughs> Our dogs doing? like
1: to sleep in the bed, but with their head out. So they're kind of like It looks like the little neck is broken, and they're just using the floor as a pillow while the rest of their body's in the bed. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) At 19 seconds, Woody opens the toy box lid all the way, says, finally, and realizes he's missing his hat. He asks, who's got my hat? And Mr. Shark pops up wearing Woody's hat and and saying, look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Woody does an overdramatic fake laugh like ha 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 snatches his hat back and he says give me that.
1: This is my all-time favorite scene of Toy Story. You would not imagine how many times that my cousins and I would say this when we were little to the point where I'm sure that my parents were very frustrated.
0: <laughs>
1: Mr. Shark is arguably the best character in the movie. They should have made a spinoff just called Mr. Shark. We could have had adventures of Mr. Shark. Could have just squeaked his way
0: <laughs> into our hearts because he already did. He does appear in a couple of those, like, little Toy Story treat things. hmm Those little, uh, were they, like, for ABC or something? Those little I think Toy so, Story treats? Like, yeah, like, um,
1: I don't think they were for one Saturday morning, but they were just, like, little tidbits that they did here and there
0: yeah I think there's one where Mr. Shark is like telling a scary story or something like that I don't think I've seen
1: that one I've seen a couple of them but I can't fully remember which ones I've seen
0: but I don't remember seeing Mr. Shark there's a compilation of all of them online I'll, I'll have to send them to you and I'll put them in the in the show notes anyone oh that wants sounds good yes kid. and hopefully later on we can review them Yeah, we can do a whole episode on Toy Story. Uh, What are they called? Toy Story treats? I think that's what they're called. We'll have to do that. Speaking of Mr. Shark, Mr. Shark was voiced with his one line (laughs) by uh, Jack Angel, a voice actor who also played Rocky in this movie and Chunk in Toy Story 3. And he's also done... Tons of, like, small voices and a long list of animated movies and shows. Like, his IMDb page is super long. (laughs) According to Pixar Wiki, Mr. Shark's line, Look, I'm Woody, howdy, 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 is actually a reference to a cowboy-eating vulture in one of Gary Larson's The Far Side daily comic strips from the early 80s. He says, hey, everyone, look at me. I'm a cowboy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. (laughs) I didn't know that. I didn't know that either.
1: Oh, my gosh. And I love those comics.
0: That's a fun reference. That is. Also on Pixar Wiki, it has a picture of Mr. Shark's like full CGI model. And it's kind of unsettling (laughs) because the model itself doesn't actually have like his his back fin, like a normal shark would have. Oh it's just that's like weird. this kind of long stick in the back <laughs> that's colored the same way as Mr. Shark, but you don't ever see <laughs> that part of him, so it doesn't that's, matter. That is very
1: unsettling. That's like I mean, it makes sense because he's not shown mm-hmm, fully. But still, yeah. you would think they would have just made, like, the basic shark body. <laughs> they would have just kind
0: of used that as a po- I don't know. That's, that's unsettling. I will link that in the show notes as well so people can look at that. Now, I was wondering if Mr. Shark, like, wasn't trying to annoy Woody, if maybe he was just, like, trying to cheer him up by messing with him a little bit. Maybe. Playing a joke on him. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Just trying to be all like, hey, turn that frown upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And he just like bombed it completely.
0: Do you think the other toys like steal or like constantly stealing what he's had just to mess with him all the time? Maybe. Another thing that kind of concerns me
1: is. How do they sleep in a toy box? Do all do they all sleep on top
0: of each other? Do they get mad and push each other around? I don't know, but it it doesn't seem very comfortable because like when Woody opens the toy box, he like kind of he breathes really hard. He's like, finally, and and it's like he's relieved to to be able to open the toy box.
1: See, and this is another. This goes back to: Do toys have lungs? We know that Rex has lungs. That was confirmed. <laughs> but now does Woody have lungs?
0: <laughs> Apparently so if he's suffocating Seems in the like toy it. box. <laughs> um, I mean, but in Toy Story 3, you see that they've, they, I mean, it's implied that since Andy has grown up, they've been spending, like, a lot of time in the toy box altogether, and that, that must not be very comfortable.
1: Maybe they just got used to it. Like maybe in the beginning they were all suffocating and then now that it's been years, they're just used to it.
0: But how do you sleep in there with a bunch of other toys? Exactly. Do they they all all rotate like each other? And does Andy hear
1: them at night like shuffling and they're like, Get out of my way, I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's unsettling. Like, sleeping on top of other people. I would hate to be put in a giant box with a bunch of other people. (laughs) and We're all trying to sleep in a cramped box. I would hate to be the toy at the very bottom. I feel like there's probably a sad little toy, like, maybe, like, a little action figure that just, you know, kind of sifts his way on down. And he's just being pushed down by the weight of everybody. He probably hates his life. This poor thing is probably like, I've been here (laughs) since 1995. (laughs)
0: Well, at 31 seconds, Woody jumps out of the toy box. He puts his hat back on his head and watches as Buzz talks to Rex and Slinky. Buzz says, say there, lizard and stretchy dog, let me show you something. Seems as though I've been accepted into your culture. Your chief, Andy, inscribed his name on me. Buzz shows them Andy's name written on the bottom of his foot. Both Rex and Slinky say, wow, and Rex says, with permanent ink, too. What he gets angry when he sees this, and he balls his hands up into fists and make, makes an angry face, and Buzz goes back to repairing his ship.
1: I like that they did, like when they put Andy's name on uh, Buzz's foot, it looks more like he's already like growing up, so he knows how to spell mm-hmm. better. And when you look at the bottom of Woody's foot, it's all like the end is backward. It's kind of like sticky, and like it looks more like a child's writing.
0: Yeah, like he was in kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. Andy's favorite since kindergarten.
1: Yes. So I like that little detail there.
0: Yeah, that's that's a nice little touch. I like Buzz calling Rex and Slinky Lizard and Stretchy Dog. I love those names.
1: I love the dumb, just random names that Buzz thinks of. Especially, I know I'm going past everything, but I love that in Toy Story 2, he calls Ham slotted pig. (laughs) (laughs) So every time I see a bank, I'm like, oh look, a slotted pig. (laughs)
0: Later in this clip, he calls tape unidirectional bonding
1: strip <laughs> he's like where's that bonding strip
0: <laughs> yeah, that's funny but also he's been there a few days does he not know their names by now you would <laughs> think he not that he would to learn their names? and you would think that he would
1: kind of like rank them so he probably would be calling them like private rex and private slinky but he just calls them lizard and stretchy Dog.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Either he knows their names and he just doesn't. He just still calls them whatever he wants. He's just lying to himself. Doesn't well, their names. <laughs> I like how Slinky's tail is like wagging when when they're talking to Buzz.
1: I know he's when so Buzz cute. Says, hey,
0: let me show you something. Like Slinky's tail is wagging.
1: He's like a stereotypical dog. Dogs see anything and they're like, "Oh, gotta wag my tail."
0: He's like attention. <laughs>
1: I know. He's so cute. I love Slinky. He's one of my favorite characters, just because he's a happy-go-lucky dog.
0: hmm So what Rex says with permanent ink, too, and I'm like, what other kind of ink is Andy going to use? Exactly. You're not going to use just
1: bone point pen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because they couldn't say with Sharpie,
0: because that's yeah. a brand name. So they're like, oh, permanent ink. Or maybe... Maybe Andy, like, a lot of kids draws on stuff that he shouldn't. Oh, yeah.
1: And maybe the mom was like, here is the permanent marker. Write your name on it. So Don't use it for anything else. Exactly. (laughs) So she probably is, like, monitoring him as he does it, (laughs) as moms do.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So the, the, like, sound effect when Woody, like, clenches his fist... It makes, like, a
1: rattling sound, and I've always noticed this. It's very cartoony. Since I was a child, yes, and I'm like, what is... And I'm thinking to myself, like, when plastic kind of... Like, when you have plastic together really tight Mm -hmm. and it kind of moves, it makes kind of, like, a a horrible sound. Mm -hmm. That's what I always thought it was. But
0: But it also kind of sounds like he's
1: rattling, and I'm just like, why would he be
0: rattling? (laughs) Well, I think the sound design in this movie is in a lot of ways a lot more cartoony just in general than the other three movies. It is. It's very, um, I think, because a lot of
1: the 90s stuff at that time, the late 80s, early 90s, had a lot of sound effects, just like Mm -hmm. the random stock sound effects that you can get now. And of course, that would have been easy for them to do, but they're like, no, we got to make our own. So that it sounds more genuine, more authentic, and not just stock sounds.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if Bug's Life had cartoony sounds like that. You know, I haven't seen a Bug's
1: Life in years. I need to see that movie again. I, I really like that movie.
0: It's a good one. I don't think I don't think the sounds are quite as cartoony.
1: I don't think so. Maybe because remember. they were working with toys. They're like... Yeah. Toys, cartoons, childlike sound. I don't know. And then bugs are like, well, what sounds do bugs make?
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> At 47 seconds, he lifts up his boot to see Andy's name written there. Bo comes up and tells him not to let it get to him. And he stops and tries to act like nothing is wrong. Bo says, I know Andy's excited about Buzz, but you know, he'll always have a special place for you. And then Mr. Potato Head walks by and unhelpfully says, yeah, like the attic. Mr. So Potato mean. Head. <laughs> like we, I feel like we keep going back to this, but Mr. Potato Head is just so mean to Woody throughout this whole movie.
1: He is. He's like the guy... That just always picks on you. Like, he finds one person, he finds his target,
0: and he just, like, blasts him with as many insults as he can. Mm -hmm. And it's even worse, because if you think about it, if Woody did belong to Andy's dad before Andy, then he probably spent some time in the attic. Yeah,
1: he probably did with Mr. Potato Head. And I'm
0: sure Potato Head knows this. Oh, my gosh. Which makes it extra insensitive. <laughs> which is maybe why Bo, like, looks so shocked. Like, she puts her hand over her mouth. Like, I know, did you like, really just say that? Like, we weren't supposed to bring that back up. <laughs> like, like, geez.
1: Yeah, that does seem like a little bit of, like, a below-the-belt kind of blow. So that's probably why it's so shocking. Mm -hmm. Also, like, why are you just nonchalantly walking by and saying that, like, rude? He's just looking up for opportunities to bring Woody down. He is. I'm telling you, he's just out to get him. (laughs) With that being said, I really love Mr.
0: Potato (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Woody's animation, like, his... I guess acting is great. Like when, when Bo shows up and like what he suddenly doesn't know what to do with his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever did just that. caught
1: off guard. Like you really don't know what to do. Like, Oh, I was, you know, just
0: standing here. And, and then he like puts his hand on hands on his hips and like, it's <laughs> trying to look, trying nonchalant, to look nonchalant, yeah. <laughs> but it like fails.
1: It fails miserably. Whoever did that did a great job. Yes. Thank you. Animator
0: number 47, because I really appreciate <laughs> that scene. <laughs> um, I just thought it's really sweet that Bo was trying to trying to help him. I know. I, I think that's really sweet, too. Like, a lot of the
1: toys are just like, eh, whatever, Woody, just be quiet. But she's actually trying to help him out.
0: Hmm. I mean, he's not listening to her, but she's trying. He really isn't, you
1: know, and that's. That's just going to be a running theme with all of the Toy Story movies. Woody sees something, gets upset, or sees that something needs to be done. All the toys are like, we don't believe you, or just shut up. And then just craziness <laughs> ensues. And then they're
0: like, oh, maybe we should listen listened to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At one minute and three seconds Woody yells, all right, that's it, and storms over to Buzz, who is laying on a skateboard and working on repairing his ship. Buzz holds his hand out to Robot and asks for a unidirectional bonding strip. Robot says, Mr. Lightyear wants more tape, and Snake peels off a piece of tape from the dispenser that Rocky is holding. This is Robot. This is Robot, a.k.a. Primordial (laughs) Wally. This is one line. I and know. He's voiced by Jeff Pigeon, who also lo- did The Aliens.
1: I love that they use staff from Pixar just to use for the little whatever characters, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, it saves them money. But, two, you get to hear the voice of the people that actually worked on the movie. So, I always thought that was kind of fun.
0: Yeah so this i will i guess if you don't count that one other thing that we talked about in an earlier episode where it kind of sounded like rope robot was saying um what was it like oh come back or something like that in a weird voice that wasn't Mm -hmm. the same as this voice yeah that's very different this is first line and only line (laughs) i'm so proud of him his little line made him famous (laughs) <laughs> At one minute ten seconds, Woody grabs Buzz's foot and pulls him out from under the spaceship. He says, "Listen, Light Snack, you stay away from Andy. He's mine, and no one is taking him away from me." Buzz says, "What are you talking about?" And then yells, "Where's that bonding strip?" and starts to go back under the spaceship. Like Buzz is holding, when he comes out from under the spaceship, he's holding a jack like it's a tool. I know. Uh, I was what like, is he what are you doing? That? Are you
1: poking holes or what?
0: <laughs> like, what does he think it is, and why is he using it?
1: I was gonna say he probably thinks it's like a car jack, and that's probably why they gave it to him. To like, oh, a car jack is a tool that you use <laughs> to prop up your car
0: and fix well, it. So let's it just like put that handle. joke in there. <laughs> Like, is he just, like, using whatever he can find around the room? Probably. And, you know,
1: I think it's cute that they do that because it's, like, it's a toy that he's... Well, his spaceship is cardboard, but he's using other toys, like, the way kids would use to pretend something is something else. But at the same time, he actually thinks it's that, so... I don't know because of course if he actually was thinking he'd be like well I need a wrench and all this and then he'd be frustrated that he can't find the actual tool so it's kind of like pretending but I don't know if he's actually correlating that with like pretending or just using it because it's you know what's available to him.
0: Mm -hmm. i just like to imagine that he's under that spaceship just holding the jack like hammer and like Tapping on the bottom of the cardboard <laughs> spaceship. That's <laughs> it's probably
1: what he's doing. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why is he trying to fix the box? If Andy is still playing with the box, it's going to get more beat up. <laughs> and it's going to get ratty because cardboard does not last very long. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if he's trying to fix it, doesn't Andy notice that there's, like, pieces of tape on it? And Jack holes in it. (laughs) So, is he just too busy playing to notice this? I feel like Andy would be like me and notice things. I notice when something moves and I start to panic. I'm like, that was not there a minute ago. What happened? I remember looking at this and then turning away and then looking at it again, and it's not there anymore.
0: I feel like even, I feel like eventually Buzz would have realized, he would have had to realize that he would have tried to fly his spaceship and it wouldn't work.
1: Not just that, (laughs) the box on the inside has no control panel, it's just cardboard. So is he just standing there like, any minute now it's gonna turn
0: on? (laughs) Like, I feel like eventually, even if he hadn't gone to Sid's house and, like, seen that commercial, he would have realized he was a toy just because his spaceship doesn't work. Exactly. And I'm like... well, He, yeah. he would have, like, tried to rationalize it, like, oh, it's it's beyond all repair or something. Yeah. But I really do think, like,
1: eventually, something would have clicked in his head, like, okay maybe these other toys are right maybe i'm just being a silly
0: billy (laughs) maybe they would have like had an intervention for him at some point (laughs) i think at one point they may have also the whole uh
1: thing of him coming you know to life after andy's gone and then going back into toy mode when andy's Mm -hmm. there i think something in that would have clicked also all the playtime that Andy is doing with Buzz he would have realized okay I may or may not be a toy
0: yeah I don't have anything else to say about that I know
1: <laughs> it's okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I noticed Um, Woody calls him light snack here and like late, earlier on he calls him Mr. Lightbeer but then in Toy Story 2 When uh, Prospector calls him uh, Buzz Lightweight or whatever. Yeah. Like, what, he gets mad. And he defends Buzz. I know. I think after. Buzz Lightyear.
1: (laughs) And I like that they threw that into Toy Story 2 because he probably realized that, okay, I was being mean to him. I need Mm -hmm. to respect that his name is actually Buzz Lightyear and he's my friend now. So now that he's my friend, I'm going to defend
0: him. Yeah, he stands up for his friend. I know, that's so sweet. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like this whole scene is like, I guess the precursor or like the build up to the you are a toy scene. Because that, that scene is like, they both think the other person is like absolutely insane and they end up in a fight. Yeah, and in this one, they both like kind of start to realize, oh, this person, th- this person is insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like both realizes, of them are starting oh, to think, he,
1: okay, there's a few screws loose. <laughs> yeah,
0: Woody. Woody realizes, oh, he's not pretending. He actually thinks he's a he's a real Space Ranger, and Buzz, Buzz is just being annoyed by by Woody, and they almost get into a fight until when he opens his his helmet.
1: I feel like, oh gosh, that scene is so funny. (laughs) I feel like it's trying to, and this is a very bad analogy, but it's like when you finally find a flat earther and you're trying to tell them that the earth is round, but they're so adamant (laughs) on believing that the earth is flat.
0: (laughs) That's a good analogy. (laughs) At 1 minute and 25 seconds, Woody pulls Buzz back out and says, And another thing? Stop with this face Man thing. It's getting on my nerves. Buzz sits up and says, Are you saying you want to lodge a complaint with Star Command? Woody says, Oh, so you want to do this the hard way, huh? And he does that thing that you do with their hands. Where you put the fist in the hands. Oh, yeah. It's like you... <laughs> want to fight i don't know i don't know what that's (laughs) called um buzz stands up and says don't even think about it cowboy what he yells oh yeah tough guy and pushes him accidentally opening buzz's helmet buzz gasps grabs the inside of his helmet drops to his knees and pretty much just acts like he's gonna die what he doesn't react at all and buzz suddenly realizes that the air isn't toxic stands up and tells Woody, How dare you open a spaceman's helmet on an untrided planet? My eyeballs could have been sucked. And then that's where the clip ends. I laughed when the clip
1: ended because he's like yelling, <laughs> like, My eyes could have been sucked. And then it just <laughs> stops
0: there. <laughs> oh my in, gosh. In the audio commentary, uh, for this movie, they said that the animator Doug Sweetland did a rough pass of this scene and he did like all of the overacting with Buzz, but then he ran out of time to do Woody's reaction. So we just had Woody like turn his head and it ended up being so funny that John Lasseter was like, "Don't animate that shot, just add a little eye blink and 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 that's it, that's all you need." But then he went back and he over-animated it some, and, and John made him go back and strip down all of his animation. <laughs> Which is why Woody just does that. Like, that little look.
1: That is <laughs> my favorite, though, his because eyes. his look is just like, are you guys seeing this? Are you not noticing what's happening at my feet right now?
0: <laughs> it's so good. Um, But the... That my eyeballs could be sucked from their sockets—I feel like was maybe the line that me and my siblings quoted the most from this movie as kids. Tim <laughs> Allen's like delivery of that whole thing is so funny.
1: That part is funny. I know that. I don't think I've ever like said that to anybody, but I sure have like heard him saying that in my head quite often. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know why we would say that to each other. I feel, I think it just like the alliteration in that line says they could have been sucked from their sockets (laughs) is really fun. It is funny. I think
1: the number one thing that we've quoted, and it's not even a quote, but just the way, like, we even say it now when Woody (laughs) pops out. When he first sees Buzz, he goes, hello. (laughs) So we we say hello to each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One of my favorite things when I got my my Toy Story collection Buzz figure was that when when he's in his alive mode, whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. and you open his space helmet, he does... He does the thing where he like gasps in and his hands are gasping and struggling before. for air. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and he says well, my, uh, how dare you? He does the whole line. He said, how dare you open a spaceman's helmet on an uncharted planet? <laughs> <laughs> I would make him do that like over and over again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's when I first got it, <laughs> that
1: is so great. Oh my gosh! Usually, what I do because I've had very horrible encounters. <laughs> I'm the one person that has had their toys batteries just, I don't know, short or whatever, but I've had them just start talking. Oh, (laughs) so I'm the person that will open the back and turn off the toy. (laughs) Just because I'm like, I'm never having that happen again. That's creepy. That's very creepy. And as a child that is like, it's just something I never want to happen
0: again, <laughs> I think I've had to replace the batteries in both my my buzz and my and my Jesse 'cause they uh their voices were like uh <laughs> sounded like they were deteriorating, oh, no. but I've never had a toy. I don't think I've ever had like a toys battery short or anything. that's so creepy. <laughs> I want to say
1: those were like probably faulty batteries because ever since I changed the batteries, like that never happened again, but it was just really weird. And I've actually had um, other things do that too. I
0: think it was just that
1: package of batteries that we had when I was
0: Mm. younger. Are you sure your things weren't just coming to life? Probably. You know what? It was just... They had decided they were ready to communicate with
1: you. I know, and I, you know what? Each and every time I was alone, and I'm like running to the <laughs> other side of the room, screaming, or the other side of the house, screaming, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like crying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a couple more things to talk about before we go. There's a couple of deleted scenes. Um, the first one. It's called Woody's nightmare, and it's uh would have been right after um, Strange Things ends. And, and I mean, it's basically the the nightmare scene from Toy Story two, just slightly different.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that they reused that deleted scene in Toy Story two, a little bit different. I. Like that, they added glasses to Andy in the deleted scenes. That was okay. an interesting thing that they changed. Um, also, the thing that really bothered me was the whole woody in the trash can and then just all the roaches crawl over him i was like oh why did you add that that's disgusting
0: yeah. yeah it's it's a lot like toy story 2 where woody gets left in a trash can but with in this version instead of like a bunch of toy arms uh he's covered in roaches yes that was and at that point, i was like andy's already like andy's not there anymore So why is he just, like, laying there still while these roaches are covering him? Exactly. That's horrible. I mean, that's the way dreams go.
1: But still, I was like, that's disgusting. When I first saw the first roach, I was like, oh, no.
0: Bugs must be, like, a nightmare for toys.
1: Bugs, I would say, would be a nightmare for toys because...
0: I mean, they're a nightmare for humans. Exactly. They're just... No. But they could literally (laughs) eat... Some kinds of toys, especially if it's a fabric toy and there's
1: moths, I'm sure that that's like their worst enemy <laughs> mm-hmm. but another thing is that when Woody wakes up from the nightmare, he is in the bed with Andy
0: yeah, like he maybe in that version of the script he he was uh Andy brought him to bed too. not just that the thing
1: that bothers me is that. Woody wakes up, and, like, the way most people do in movies, they get up, scream, and they're, like, you know, flailing their arms. I'm like, oh, my gosh. If I felt something – I'm a light sleeper. If I felt something like that, I would have turned around and, like, elbowed whatever that was. I'm like, get thee behind me, Satan. Not today. (laughs) I'm trying to sleep.
0: (laughs) Well, that that goes – that goes with uh, one of my complaints about the second deleted scene, because the second one takes place right after that first one, um, and it's called The Eastern Gate. And it's like Woody Woody tries to manipulate Buzz into standing guard at uh, Molly's crib, which he calls the Eastern Gate. <laughs> I guess so that Molly will like, pick him up <laughs> and uh, start drooling on him or something. <laughs> but he and Buzz like get into this. They're like yelling at each other at one point. And oh, uh, well, my favorite part about that scene is like Buzz wakes up <laughs> and he looks out the window and he says, "The sun, the sun is gone. The sun's been
1: kidnapped." <laughs> I love that part, and then Woody just says, "No, this is not about the sun being gone. Like it's still like like that's an issue." <laughs> I
0: like the way uh, it actually had um, it actually had Tom Hanks performing that part, and he says, "And I and I love Tom Hanks's delivery of it." He says, "Buzz, it's nighttime." <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> the way he says
0: it. <laughs> but they're they're yelling and
1: and andy is right there asleep exactly that makes me mad too because it's like first of all they're moving on the bed and then they're yelling why (laughs) andy must be able to sleep through an atomic bomb because (laughs) these toys are right there yelling at him not at him but they're yelling in not even a five foot radius of him i'm like They're literally right there.
0: The other thing about the first scene was that um, there's a part where Andy is playing with Buzz and he's like, Wow, Buzz, you glow in the dark. And he's like, I wonder if Woody glows in the dark. (laughs) And he holds him up next. He holds Woody up next to uh, like a light bulb. I know, without the
1: lampshade, I'm like, first of all, what are you doing blinding yourself? Second of all, what are you doing blinding Woody? And you should know by now that he does not glow in the dark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it brought back the question for me of do toys feel pain? Because, like, Woody is forced to stare at a light bulb.
1: You know, I think they do feel pain because...
0: But it does... I mean, they do, but it doesn't... But sometimes they don't, it seems like. And it, and it doesn't always make sense when they do and when they don't. Maybe it's more
1: emotional pain than it is, like, physical pain. I don't know.
0: But I, I don't know how, how his eyes, when, his eyesight, wouldn't be ruined by exactly. being That's... forced to stare at a light bulb.
1: I, you know, I don't like that. That's something Sid would do. That was
0: unsettling.
1: (laughs) I didn't like that part
0: either. Oh, gosh. And then in the second deleted scene, um, Woody is trying to get Buzz to stand guard at at Molly's crib. But then Buzz ends up running back to Andy's bed. And Molly, who I guess is woken up, probably from screaming toys, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Molly reaches through the... uh, crib and grabs Woody and um, slobbers all over him and then it cuts to like the next morning when mom comes and gets Molly out of her crib and Woody has like this gross yellow stuff <laughs> uh, this yellow liquid on his eye that <laughs> <laughs> like slides down his face That's so, and then the
1: blanket stuck to him I'm like oh no that is
0: the blanket in the almost wash. looked like it was alive <laughs> like it was the blanket i thought it i thought it was implying that the blanket was alive because it like it wouldn't let go with it oh of gosh him. i
1: thought it was just like her jewel got so like dried on him and the blanket so the blanket oh, got stuck be.
0: yeah but either way i'm glad they they took i'm glad they took those scenes out I wouldn't have minded they if, they, if they included if they found a way to work in the the sun is gone
1: but... that would have been fun see I would have loved to have seen that like fully animated and completed <laughs> But I mean I don't know how it would fit in the movie
0: I mean it doesn't fully make sense because Buzz is a spaceman exactly he knows
1: what the sky looks like he should know what basic astronomy is <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to have to see that fully animated one day, though, because I really do love that part in particular when he's like, the sun! The sun has been kidnapped!
0: (laughs) (laughs) I will put the link to both of those scenes in the show notes. That's all I have to talk about. How about you? Yeah, pretty
1: much. We talked about my favorite scene, the... Look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. That was my favorite. There's actually, I say that's my favorite scene, but I have like 20 favorite scenes. Same. That's just like one of my favorite scenes. (laughs) (laughs) But other
0: than that, I'm good. All right. I guess we can wrap it up then. Sounds good thanks for listening everyone be sure to follow our facebook and twitter accounts and send us an email if you have any thoughts comments questions or concerns i've realized i should have mentioned this before but we have a website two minutes and if you want to go on there and leave comments you can do that too That's exciting yeah and if you enjoy the podcast please leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts see you next time bye Bye.